I'm Jordan. And I'm Donnie. And this is a podcast about the stuff in our New York City apartment. How we find it. Where we put it. And why we're into it. Welcome to Apartment 26. Donnie like said he was ready, but he didn't seem super ready. Should we try again? Hello. 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 Oh my god, who is who? They have to guess. <laughs> okay. Who do you think went first? Who do you think went second? Who do you think went third? <laughs> Guys, we're doing great in quarantine. <laughs> who are you, too. Winnie the Pooh? I wish. Do you? All he does is eat honey all day. That sounds ideal. Yeah, and solve problems. That's true, I suppose. More the honey thing. Right, yeah. For sure. He also doesn't wear pants. I know, and he's got a cute little tummy. (laughs) Okay, okay, I'm sold. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Because if one of us needs to not be wearing pants right now, it's definitely me and all of my ripped fucking pants. It's true. Are we going to throw shade in the pot? I'm not going to throw shade, I'm only going to say, actually, I kind of have a habit of ripping pants. Like, I went through a phase in college where all of my pants ripped kind of simultaneously, and so maybe we're just there again in life, because all three pairs of pants that I brought to Arizona now have holes in them. Do you, are you maybe, like, doing yoga in your jeans? I literally have no idea what happened today. Like, I was wearing these jeans, and I was sitting, and then I looked down, <laughs> and the jeans were ripped. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know, um, but I just wish that I could like not wear pants so that I don't have to deal with the problem of like deciding to get pants. See, it's Winnie the Pooh. He's so with it, he just knows you have to decide about pants. An inspiration to us all. Yeah. And you already really like honey. You guys are kind of weird with how much you like honey. Are we weird? Mm-hmm. I don't know that's true. So, um, normally I think I like buy one of those little honey bears mm-hmm. and I have him for approximately six and a half million years. And you guys, since being here, have bought, I don't know, 13 different honeys <laughs> and eaten all of every single one of them. Well, uh, and- if we get fact check, <laughs> uh, we have bought two things of honey, which have been smaller than any store-bought bear. And finish both of them. I will also say that I feel the same way about bear honey. Like, you don't need to be eating yeah. the bear honey. No. But we like the artisanal honeys that have different flavors and stuff. Like, that one that my mom bought us at the farmer's market was lavender, and it was really yummy. I don't think I tried it. Because you're hateful? Or... Because <laughs> you ate it all! I'm saying, we're over here channeling our best poo. And <laughs> you're poo-pooing I'm... on our poo. <laughs> Don't encourage him. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's what's up with us. Um, this is Kennedy's last time on the pod for a while. Oh, are you coming back to do the pod specifically? I mean, no, but don't make it sound so final. 
I don't think it's final because I was going to say you're moving into your own apartment. I am. Like a big kid. And so we can like tease that there will be probably a Christmas episode set in Kennedy's apartment. True. Stay tuned. And I already have a tiny baby Christmas tree. Great. And a gnome friend. So. You have a gnome? It's a, it's a, it's a gnome friend. Uh, How is that different than, than just a gnome? Because uh, he's soft and squishy and you can hug him. Okay. And he has a Christmas hat on. Not all gnomes are friendly. <laughs> are we sure that's true? You guys seem to know a lot about <laughs> gnomes that I don't. What, you haven't uh, spent a lot of time with gnomes in your life? Not that I'm aware of, no. You're missing out. Yeah, jeez. Okay, well, yeah, we'll cover that <laughs> in the podcast, I guess. This is now a gnome podcast. Um... So yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, I'm very excited. So far, the only furniture that I have is a rug, and the couch should be coming soon. And I, I still need to buy a TV. I don't have a TV currently. There's not one just like lying around this house that don't really <laughs> give you. <laughs> honestly, we had when I first moved in. We had the room that you guys are in. <clears throat> it was a TV graveyard. Um, <laughs> Because there were approximately three TVs just in there. Um, because he was in the process of switching out to these size of a house TVs. And he had like an old one that used to be down here. And then he had a different one that used to be, I think, in his room. And then I had one that I brought from home. But I didn't need it because, you know. There are all these TVs. There are literally so many TVs in this house. And so I actually gave it to Touche, and she gave it, I believe, to her grandmother. Wow. And... So it lives on. Long story short, I don't have a TV for the apartment. It seems like you timed it kind of nicely, though, that a lot of your things will be arriving, like, in the next week after you get there. Yeah, true. So you don't have to move them, but they will be imminently arriving. Right. So... Do you want to tell the saga of your platform bed? Or save that. Mainly reading all the reviews. And all the decisions. Oh my god. Okay, so I've always wanted a plat. Do you want me to save it? I definitely I'm gonna I already started. Yeah, it seems to Um, be. So I have always wanted a platform bed, like forever, and everybody (laughs) kept talking me out of it because it would be Gasly, not just the podcast question. But I don't actually know what a platform bed is in comparison to regular beds. We have a platform bed. How is that different from just like a regular raised bed? I was under the impression that it didn't have a headboard or a footboard. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, so like the platform part of a platform bed is like the slats that go across so you don't need a box spring. Ah. So it's like it the whole thing supports your mattress versus like when you buy a mattress and you're going to use a box spring and they give you that like free little stand to put your box spring on. Mm-hmm. Um, you really wanted one that didn't have a headboard or a footboard though, that it literally was just like the platform. Right. So I've always wanted one of those and everybody kept talking me out of it because they said that it would be too boring and that it would just mostly, it would look like I was camping, like I can imagine a handful of people who would speak like that, and I feel like it's not everyone, it's just like some specific people who shall remain nameless. 
And it was kind of like how you wanted to paint your room black. Mm -hmm. And everybody was like, just don't. And you were like, okay. And then eventually you were like, let's do this, bitch. So That is what I said specifically, yeah. yeah. So um, I ordered one from Target. Wait, pause, backtrack. Yeah. Thank you, Donnie. Um, So most of my furniture I bought on Wayfair slash All Modern, which I think is the same thing. Correct, yes. Um, So I was looking on there. That's what it sounded like. Mm -hmm. Um, I was looking on there, and I really wanted this platform bed from Urban. It's so distracting. (laughs) I really wanted this platform bed from Urban, and it was very expensive. And but it was really cute because it was very boho, as everything in Urban is, and extremely overpriced. So I was like, oh, this will be really good. It was like on sale for four hundred dollars, which is too many dollars, arguably. And then I was like, well, you know what? I'm gonna treat myself. It's gonna be a great time. And then I went to go check out, and it was like, okay, $400 plus $100 in delivery, please. And I was like, no, no. (laughs) No, no, Irvin, you don't get to do that to me. So being the ingenious person that I am, I went to the other internets and tried to find a similar one. And because it's the internet, I found basically, I think it was the exact same one. It was very similar. It was like, it was very similar. And I found it on Wayfair and it was super cute. I was really excited about it. I was like, Jordan, look at this bed that I found. And she was like, did you read the reviews? And I was like, ah, ah, good point. And so we read the reviews. And there were like a hand, there were a number of five star reviews. Yeah. There were a number of reviews that were like, this is so cute. I love it so much. Yeah. Or like, it was super easy to put together or like super cute color. I was like, awesome, this is going to be so great. And then... Dun, dun, dun. And then we got to the wood-eating bugs. <laughs> there was, like, that one review that was like, oh, wall bugs started coming out of it. <laughs> I think it was. it's worse because they described it, like, they described the bugs coming out. They did, yeah. Like, she was like... I bought this for my daughter, and she didn't tell me for a few months because she didn't know what they were, but termites started, like, crawling out of it when, like, she first got it, and she told me months later, like, why are these holes in my bed? It's, but just the, ugh. Yeah, so that was, like, one review, and we were like, okay, well, maybe this person is crazy. Maybe they already had termites. Right, And she shouldn't be blaming the bed. But then there was another one. And that one was, I think, just, like, like no real context. It was just, like, wood-eating bugs. <laughs> I like that these are almost, like, messages in a horror movie. Like, at first you get the really elaborate one, mm-hmm. and then it's just, like, turned back, and then it's just, like, a bloody hand on a screen. <laughs> yeah, there were, like, three solid reviews that mentioned these that bugs coming out of it. Some people said termites, some said wood beetles. Um, I'm not really up on the varieties of bugs that can come out of wood. Are wood beetles a thing? Yeah. There are beetles that lay their eggs, like, in wood, and so the larva, like, Ah. yeah. So anyway, so there were, like, too many for comfort. 
It was the story was like too similar across a variety of reviews. Yeah, I think that was the scary part because you know how there's always going to be that one review that's like, yeah. I hate this. But this was like multiple people from like, and I looked to see where they were all, all from. Like maybe it was just like in that specific area, but no, they were literally all over the country. And so in just a few instants, my dreams were crushed. And I was very defeated as a deflated balloon, which we just heard. And so I thought that all hope was lost. And Jordan was like, well, did you look elsewhere? We remembered that there were other internets. (laughs) (laughs) Really a common problem I have is just limiting my internets to the one that I'm on at the time. So, found it on, well, not the same one. I, it's not as cute, I would say, but it's like, like termites won't come out of it, you know? Which so, is the bar, for sure. Right? So, um, I got that one, and it's going to be delivered next week, and I'm super excited, because not only is it going to be a platform bed, it's going to be really cute and a staple to my new room, which is just all my old room furniture except for the bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes, in the showdo. That's all it's set. If it will be set in time for the episode. I will send a photo. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you guys are fighting now, so... <laughs> so yeah, those are our big developments this week. Um, and then, I have like... A number of crafts going right now, as we've mentioned. So many crafts. I'm in the middle of painting that mirror, but then it became 100 degrees, so that became difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm doing the needle felting as well. I was thinking that maybe I should post some like needle felting updates because I think I'm actually getting better from those tutorials. Like I my butterfly. Seen you do it lately. Oh really? Did you see my butterfly? Mm-mm. Oh, it looks like a butterfly. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah. I did that cool light dark exercise too. The, like, perspective exercise? Yeah, the, like, second-to-last tutorial is a... Penultimate. Yes, the penultimate mm-hmm. tutorial is a shading tutorial, and I really felt like that should have come before the tulip. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I did that, and that was pretty good. Um, I won't say I'm, like, expert level on that by any means, but I, we, we did our best. Um, so I still have a few more of those to do. Try pressing flowers. They got moldy. Oh, yeah. I'm just... That was probably my bad. I don't know. Pressing flowers has never gone well for me. I've tried it a handful of times because I'm intrigued by the idea. And at home, I have one of those glass frames that's, like, see-through all the way that, like, is basically made for pressing flowers. And I just really cannot make it work. I feel like it's really that they weren't dry enough. So maybe we should have, like, put them outside for a minute Mm. and then press them. Maybe that was it. But, yeah. Yes. A lot of mold. That was a bit of a fail. But then, this week's development is that I'm making dog bow ties. (laughs) (laughs) As one does. (laughs) Well, okay, so... This plan was hatched a very long time ago, and that I knew that Dylan was looking to get a dog. Um, 
And I... Jody was looking make both <laughs> No, this was back, like, in real life when we lived in New York. Yeah. Um, and... Remember when? Yeah, right? Um, and we were going harder on our sustainability journey than we are currently. Mm-hmm. And my thought was that, like, I wanted to get Dylan something for his dog, but I think it's really easy in a, in a new dog situation to accumulate a lot of stuff. New dogs. Yeah. And, like, uh, stuff you don't need and, like, crappy stuff. You know, like, everyone's just sending you shit. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to do that. And I work, like, a block from this really cool store. I think I have mentioned them before called Fabscrab. And they sell scraps of dead stock fabric. So did you use them? Did you use them in the uh, when you made my jeans into a bag, or is that just all your own stuff? No, that was all my own stuff. Mm. That was like a straight up upcycle from stuff we had in the house. Um, Dead stock is when garment manufacturers have like bolts and bolts and bolts of fabric to manufacture like the same shirt over and over again, right? But then they'll have a certain amount at the end of that process that either like they're no longer manufacturing that shirt or um, it's a lot of fabric, but it's not enough to make a full run Mm -hmm. or something like that. Um, And often they just throw that stuff away. So Fabscrap offers them a place where they can donate and then write it off on their taxes. Oh, that's that's a good business plan. Yeah. So they sell like bolts of fabric or fabric by the yard, but they also do this cool thing where you can buy a pound of fabric scraps, all of the same color. And so I thought that this could be a really cool project to do with something like that, because you don't need a ton of fabric to make a dog bow tie. Right, they're small. Yeah. Um, but you can get like a lot of cool patterns and textures and stuff like that. So I made this order like shortly after we got here, honestly. I decided, like, well, I have nothing better to do. I might as well do this. Um, and they are still open for online orders, which is cool. It would have been way easier to, like, walk down the street on my lunch break, but here we are doing this. <laughs> and um, I will say it took, like, a long time to get this package. Obviously, they're, like, a volunteer-run organization, and they're in New York City, and they're packing and shipping really slowly. So if you need fabric scraps tomorrow, this is not the way to go. But um, we finally got them this week, and I went really hard. Like, really hard. Yeah, at first I was just making two, but not two. Well, and three, wasn't it? Uh, Arado kind of spoken for one, two. Yeah. So three. And now I've made nine. <laughs> so you triple your production. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's also a good business plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Donnie thinks that I should just make all of the scraps into bow ties and then just sell them on Etsy. You could sell them on Etsy, or, mm-hmm. hear me out, Okay. just walk down the street and throw them at people. People who have dogs, or just people indiscriminately? Or like, in the dog park. We live next to a dog park. I'm going to let you decide. We don't live here. That's fair. <laughs> also, though, that's not a great business model, because I don't get paid if I, like, hit no, someone. No, but you're, like, a... spreading joy. Oh, okay. Should I... Make clear that they're pet bow ties, or should I just throw bow ties at people and let them do what they want? I think that you should make direct eye contact, hold it, pull it out of your pocket, throw it in their general direction. Because I'm going to be honest, you're not great at throwing things. That's true. And then 
maintain eye contact, but like turn your body to walk away. <laughs> no words. No, then. no, absolutely not. Okay. I don't know if that's uh, spreading joy or spreading terror. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe smile. At the end. <laughs> Wait, is that creepier? <laughs> yeah. Also, we should be wearing masks, Kennedy. Jesus. <laughs> All right. Put on a mask. Draw a smile on I it. Will... <laughs> Draw a smile on it. <laughs> I will draw you a sign that says, I am spreading joy. <laughs> Still no words. Okay. Handfuls of bow ties. Oh no, I'm throwing handfuls of bow ties? Not even one at a time? I think it's worse if it's one at a time. It seems more like a threat. <laughs> Okay, well, this plan has yet to be discussed. Yeah, I, uh, I still vote Etsy for the record. Um, but yeah, I, I've made a lot of them. And it's cool. I'll link the DIY that I'm using. Um, I literally just Googled, like, DIY dog bow tie and looked at a number of them. And I'm not using a sewing machine because there is no sewing machine here. So there were a number of them that clearly, like, would go better if you had a sewing machine. And then there were a number that were no-sew, which I think is cool, but I didn't want to buy um, fabric tape. So I wanted to like work with basically what we had here, which was Kennedy's sewing kit and <laughs> this fab scrap order. Um, so I'm actually really happy with the DIY that I chose because it's really easy to do by hand. Like obviously it would be easier if I had a sewing machine, but it's going really quickly by hand. And also, it doesn't require you to be very precise, which is nice, because as we discussed in a prior episode, like, I don't sew. This is my first real, like, sewing project, honestly. And that was another reason I was excited to do it, is because I, back at home in my real life, I was like, oh, maybe I should start sewing. And this was, like, going to be an easy thing to do. I think it's really calming. I think it's nice, too, yeah. It's very, like, repetitive. So, like... Because you, you, like, your hands are doing something, but you don't always have to focus on it. Yeah. Could be watching TV at the same time. Well, unless you start getting stabby with the needle, but... That's true. I did stab myself a few times. I have a thimble. Really? Mm-hmm. Is it in there? Not in the sewing kit. Oh, okay. Because I didn't think I had a tape measure, and then this morning, Dylan and Grace were like, you realize there's a tape measure in that sewing kit and that you've removed it and put it on the table. And I was like, yep, yeah, totally. Yeah, it looked a lot more hardcore when you use like, the uh, garage measure. <laughs> the DeWalt yeah. seven foot. It was a pretty serious fucking aesthetic. It's like, oh, children's not fucking around with. That's how I like all my aesthetics. Like exponential growth of dog tie business. Well, what happened is that I had pre promised them you to a number them. of people. Yeah. It's a work in progress. Bow wow bow ties. Do you oh, I get it. Bow. Yeah. Bow ties. Yeah. It's a homograph. Homograph mm-hmm. <laughs> written the same, said differently. As opposed to homophone, which is like sounds the same, spelled differently. It's a homonym. It's sound the same, spelled the same, different meaning. <gasps> That's a good word. Yeah. That's a really descriptive word. (laughs) (laughs) You're telling someone a lot about the situation with just one word. I think that's really interesting about the English language versus other languages. 
Like in German, granted their words are very long, but like you get a lot in that one word. That's true. Versus here where like I just I feel that we have to say too many things to explain the thing. That that's sometimes true, except in the case of homonym, in which case you've said exactly right. what you mean. Yeah. And that's like a really rare occurrence. Or like maybe onomatopoeia too, because that's I was just talking to someone about onomatopoeia. Was it me? Maybe. It's about out of time. <laughs> yeah. Um, what happened was that I had promised some to people before I started the project. And then as I got going on the project and it was going tolerably well, I started like asking other people if they wanted them. And suddenly I'd asked everyone I knew who had a pet. And then you posted a pic to your story and then other people with pets. That's true. I did. asked you about it. Post a pic to my story. Um, so yeah, it's... It's spiraling out of control, kind of. <laughs> um, Mistakes were made. But hopefully soon I'll have some pics of cute animals and the bow ties that I made, so... Just gonna drive apart for 26 SDO with cute animal <laughs> pics in bow ties. That's not, not the plan. Thanks for listening to this episode of Apartment 26. For more info on the stuff we talk about on this episode, check out the show notes linked below. And follow us on Instagram at apt26podcast. See you next time.